Hello, and welcome to Calming the Chaos, where we present tips, tools, and techniques to help you find peace in a chaotic world. I'm your host, Tracy Canella, licensed mental health counselor at Lokahi Counseling. This channel and the Calming the Chaos podcast is for those who want self-help and education. It's not a substitute for counseling or psychotherapy. So if you like the information, please subscribe to my channel and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. And now, let the chaos begin. In this episode of Calming the Chaos, I'll be talking to Lisa Mustard, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist in South Carolina. Lisa is just an awesome person and does so much, puts so much positivity in this world. And so we'll be talking about how Lisa calms the chaos in challenging times and also how she remains positive. Lisa has so many roles in her life. She is a podcaster and she has a podcast called The Therapy Show. She also has pod courses, which have CEUs, Continuing Education Credits for Therapists and Counselors. She has a Facebook group for therapists and counselors, and it's called the Talk Therapy Lounge. And she also models athletic wear, or as she would say it, she's an active wear brand rep. She's a wife, she's a mom, and she's just such a good friend. I hope you enjoy Lisa and I talking about how to calm the chaos. Let's listen in. Hey, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, that intro. I'm just like blushing over here. Thank you. I'm, I'm so excited to be here with you. Yeah. Yeah. So blushing from all the way across the country in South Carolina, I'm sure. Yep. So yep. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about yourself. T- tell me if I got everything right or if I, even if I'm missing something. <laughs> No, you covered it all. I think I was as I was listening to you. I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I am a marriage and family therapist here in South Carolina. Um, I work for a military branch. I've been with them over 10 years now. And I am a mom. I'm a wife. I have a podcast called The Therapy Show with Lisa Mustard. And you're right. Some of my episodes are eligible for CEUs. And I'm waiting on my NBCC credentials so then I can make it a national thing. Right now, I'm only approved in South Carolina. But that's coming. It's going to take some more time. But that is coming. Um, and I am, I don't, <laughs> you said model. I am an activewear brand rep. So I picked that up um, over a year ago, just as a, a fun thing, just kind of sharing the, my life um, and how just trying to help people stay positive and stay motivated. And my tagline throughout this was kind of like, you can get fit and healthy and while you're at home. It's not a, a difficult thing to do. So yeah, I kind of, um, that's where I was in the, when, I, when all this kind of came together. So my show... It's called The Therapy Show with Lisa Mustard, and it's, uh, it's for therapists by a therapist. Um, my hope and mission is to help clinicians learn new skills, learn new, um, in, get, gain new insights that will not just help them in their personal life, and their, but eventually help them help their clients. So that's my mission. That's all, always what I have in the back of my mind as I'm bringing on a guest or thinking about a topic for a show. And just wanting to spread positivity and some lightness in our field during this time. Um, And I also 
part of the reason I created the show was a few years ago, I was at a regional conference and I was looking around the room and I was like, I drove two hours to get here. I'm paying $30 in parking. <laughs> I'm sitting in a room with uh, hundreds of other people who I'll probably never talk to. Um, watching these presenters up on a stage, they're so far away. They seem so hard to get to. And I was looking around the room and I noticed that it was like this line in the in the sand. It was like, I call them the old guard therapists, like the ones that are like 55 up who are been around a long time. Maybe they're close to retiring. They're here, they're checking the box or they're, you know, whatever they're. And then I was looking at the other side of the room and it was Gen X and millennials and they're all on their phones. And I thought, that's really interesting. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we could take CEUs with us anywhere, make them more convenient and fun <laughs> and less expensive. Um, so that's when my idea kind of started to come together for this, for the pod courses is why not give continuing education units via podcasting? Because I listen to podcasts all the time. I'm on the go. I'm making dinner. I'm folding laundry. I'm working out. I'm on a walk. Like, why not take it to our earbuds? So yeah, that's kind of like where this is going. And I'm really excited about the topics. And I listen to my, my audience and ask them, what topics do you want to hear about? I don't really have, um, I don't, it's, it's different than like your national organizations or national um, training centers that have like certifications or day-long sessions. Mine are all in an hour. You get one CEU <laughs> and you can get your first one for free. Actually, if you go to my website, you get one CEU and you listen to it you know, when you can, and then you take the test and then it generates a certificate of completion and you're done. Um, yeah. So that's, I have a lot of fun with it and I just enjoy it immensely. I cannot wait to get my first free <laughs> CEU from you. That is so awesome. Yeah. I'm very interested in that. And then also just how you are a person who wants to spread positivity and help and is doing all these really amazing things. How do you calm any sort of chaos in your mind that comes up? Yeah, that is such a good question. First thing I like to talk about with my clients, really, because it's something that comes up is let's get the facts. Let's get the facts before we let our irrational thoughts take us down the path of anxiety and worry. So I'm always about like, okay, where, where's the truth in all this? Like, how is this? Where do we find the truth here? Um, and so... I'm going to research, I'm going to look for the information, and I'm going to educate myself on what are the odds, what are the probabilities, what are the statistics, and we have to critically think on our own. So while, you know, in the beginning, I was watching the news all the time, all the time, and it was bringing me down, and it wasn't helping my my calmness at all, it was doing the opposite, and I made the decision, I'm not going to watch the news. Um, Sure, I want to be informed. I want to get information, but I'm I'm not going to watch it twice a day. It's just, it's just, you know, I had to stop. And my husband, we both agreed to stop, and that immediately lifted a lot of my um, worry and anxiety. So, and then after that, I was like, okay, well, now that I've made the decision to not focus on that, what do I want to focus on? What can I use this time for? Um, how do I want to? use this time because it's going to be a while and I'll have a choice on how I'm going to, I'm going to use it. And that was weird in the beginning because I made this like, okay, well, I'm going to accomplish this, this, and this, and this. I had this huge list of things I wanted to accomplish. 
And I um, was like, oh, I'm going to write a book. Oh, I'm going to write. <laughs> like, it was crazy, Tracy. Like, I had, oh, I'm going to do all these things. And then one day I was out front raking the yard. And I was like, who are you kidding? Like, the yard needs to be raked. The girls need to be, you know, focused on their schoolwork. Um, the windows need to be, like, I just started looking around. Like, there's a lot I can use this time for that doesn't have to be, like, producing more and more and more stuff. Like, so I, then I realized, like, I need to take this time to focus on mindfulness and just being present. And so every day is different, right? Every day is different. But I wake up and I say, I want to be mindful of what the needs are, not just for me and my goals, but for my kids. And that's hard some days for me because I'm a really driven person and I want to get my stuff done. And I want to, but I also know that if I focus too much on getting things done, I burn out really fast. So, um, you know, I just have to keep that temperature reading on myself and ask myself like every morning, what, what needs to get done and what do I want to get done? And then, um, the needs come first. And, you know, I always, uh, something I, I've worked on years ago was identifying my highest priorities. And so I always have those in the forefront of my mind. Um, and my first one is family focus, family first. So, even on the days when I just want to plop the girls in front of their Kindles or let them watch TV, like that is not, that's not part of my value system. So I have to remind myself, all right, that's, that doesn't help with the family that we envision raising, right? Um, so it's, it's a realigning daily with my values. And sometimes, Tracy, it's realigning hourly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I do find myself when I start to feel anxious or start to feel like really tense, take a deep breath. What do you need right now? What's going on? Use those therapist skills that I want my, th my clients to use. I, I have to use them as well. And also saying no to things like I'm saying no to a lot more stuff and it's great. <laughs> what are you saying no to? I see a lot of yeses in your future, but and what uh, opportunities are you saying no to at this point in time? I have a lot of people who um, will reach out to me and want my opinion on things or want me to look at things or um, if it doesn't align with my end goals or my values, I just, in the past, I would have said, sure, send it to me. I'll check it out. But now I'm like, I don't, I just don't want to do that. It's not fair to them and it's not fair to me um, because chances are like, I'm going to look at it and be like, I don't have time for this. And now I feel bad that I said, send it over. And now I've gotten them thinking I can. So now I just say, I'm sorry, I don't have time for that right now. And I just leave it at that. And I don't say anything more. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, good boundaries. That's for sure. I know that for us, I know you both you and I have been through burnout and burnout happens when you say yes to things that are just way too much for your system to handle. Or like what you said about not realigning, not aligning with your value systems. And being able to say no or provide them with a resource that can help them instead, yeah. that is, it's, it's really a game changer if you want to protect your, I guess, your non-burnout self. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> burnout, is, burnout is so real. So on the other side of burnout, so you, you are able to manage the chaos and everything and, and contain yourself from getting burnt out again by setting boundaries. On the other side, 
it's self-care and having fun and like filling your cup with stuff that is really super fulfilling to you. So what is it that you do in your spare time or lack thereof? What, <laughs> what fills your cup and what helps you have fun and enjoy your life? Yeah. Oh, I love that question. Um, and if you, with two kids who are, you know, 12 and nine, there's a lot of attending to their needs um, still. <laughs> and, and that, when I say that, I mean, like they have, they want to be with their friends. They want to go and do things and that's going to come back, right? Like that's all going to come back. Um, driving them around, that's going to come back. And I don't love that part of motherhood or parenting. It's not my favorite, but I prefer to do it than, you know, farm that out to, you know, other people at times. So I have to find like the joy in it. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's something that, um, I love to do. I listen to a lot of music that brings me joy. Music I want to listen to, not what my kids want to listen to. Of course, they were like, who are these people? Like I was listening to, I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers the other day and my 12-year-old was like, oh my gosh, what is this? I was like, <laughs> things like that, that remind me like who I am and what I enjoy. Um, you know, always a good workout, some type of moving my body. It's been raining here the past couple of days. So I've been kind of bummed about that, but our gyms have opened back up. So I know I can go up to the gym and get like a, a little workout in that always helps my mood, always helps, always helps. Um, getting good rest, like getting good rest and hanging out with my husband and having fun, meaningful conversations. I love, I love him and I love our connection. So that's always good. Um, he and I love to watch stand-up comedy on Netflix, <laughs> so we're always looking for something to watch there together. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like I don't have anything that's um, huge or different. It's just it's more about being consistent with those things and and finding time for them. And um, I know that you know when you have kids, it's hard to carve that time out. And now, how do you do that? I can't speak to that because I'm not a mom, yeah. but how do you do that with kids to be able to find time to be able to listen to music you want to listen to, move your body around, get your rest, have your yeah. uninterrupted, hopefully, conversations with your husband and watch some stand-up comedy? Right. How do you do that? Kids. Well, you do this, you do the stand-up comedy when they're in bed and you can, you can watch it with little ears. Um, and then the other stuff, you know, they're old enough where they can stay home by themselves for a little bit. So I can, I can now for many years, I couldn't go to the gym without having somebody watch them or they would go with me. Um, and also now too, now that they're older, they can ride their bikes while I go for a run and I can still listen to my music because they're a little bit further ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So, but I couldn't do that for many years. So I had to get really creative and I would do quick workouts at home, um, you know, outside or inside and, or my husband, he's great about, he knows I love it so much. He'll of course go to the gym. I got this, that kind of thing. Um, and then I would work out at lunch too, um, on the job. So like if they were at school and, um, I could, I could go to the gym, you know, my lunch hour, I did that a good bit for many years. It's hard when you have kids, like it, I didn't understand how hard that would be until I was in it. And then I, I kind of was resentful of it for a little while because I really like my own time and I really like my own space and I'm an introvert. So I re-energize by myself. Um, and it's hard when you have, you know, children who are, who need you to do things for them. And when you're like in the middle of something that you're enjoying, they come up and they're like, can I have lunch now? And you're like, mm -hmm. but you, you know, 
you do it because they're you're the parent and they have to eat. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. you just you just you just manage it. And I know it's different for everybody. You know, some some women don't have partners and um, they're doing all of it on their own, or they don't have support. So I I feel for women out there who um, who have a, a struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do. Yeah, getting help and getting resources in mm-hmm. is is very important. And if you have a spouse, that's sort of a built-in, hopefully built-in resource. And mm-hmm. well, I, I I think that it's probably true that when they're younger, it's harder and they take more of your time. So, are there any words of encouragement for moms out there who have small children? And now you're at a point, obviously, where you have kids that can take care of themselves for the most part. Is there any words of encouragement you can offer them that it, it, this too will pass sort yeah. of thing and it'll be, it'll be fine eventually? You know, it used to drive me crazy when other moms would tell me things like the days are, no, the days are long, but the years are short or something like that. I was like, it used to drive me crazy because I was like, well, do you want to come over and get my three-year-old a bath? Because I am done. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm, ah, and, um, you know, I, <laughs> I wish I had words except this two shot pass, like you said. I mean, it's one of those things where you just have to just talk yourself down some days, like, or, you know, it's, it is hard and it, it doesn't feel um, like you're ever going to get out of it, but you will. And and then it happens and it happens like overnight and then they don't need you so much anymore. Um but I have a feeling that they're always like, I'm always going to be thinking they need me on some level. So I'm not sure that's ever really going to go away. I just have to work on that with each age and stage. I don't really know what to sell, tell people. Except, I think right there that that's encouraging yeah. because I think just being able to identify and validate that mm-hmm. what you're going through is really difficult. These young, yeah. these moms with young kids. And, and I think that, you know, being able to say, you know, maybe not every moment's going to be like this. And maybe it's going to, I can, maybe I can shift my energy to being able to remember why I had kids and how much I do love them, even though right now they're bickering and all that stuff. So I will say that um, three times as a mom, I've gone back to therapy. So the first time was right after I had my first child, I went back to therapy because I was so like, who am I? What What's going on? This thing needs me so much. I had a really hard time in the beginning. Um, it just I just decided to go to therapy then. And that was awesome. So glad I went. And then I went again um, when my girls were like toddler age. Um, and then I, I went again last year, um, back now, each time the issues were a little bit different, but we definitely processed me as a mom and how I was showing up and how I wanted to, um, parent, you know, and moving forward and the decisions that I was making and all that stuff. Um, so I think if, I mean, go to therapy, it's a, it's a wonderful gift and just go cause just go. <laughs> well, and the cool thing is, is that one of your main resources that you use during this really difficult, during a couple of different difficult times in your life, you are actually right now helping those people who are in the trenches doing that work to do better work by providing them not only with CEUs, but with the, the talk therapy lounge and everything that, that they are uh, getting from you is fueling them to help others. So oh, I think yeah. what, what goes around comes around. And so right now, 
therapy. I love that you mentioned therapy and I love it when therapists go to therapy and are very open about that. Mm -hmm. I'm open about my, I go to therapy every month without fail. I just put it on the calendar just because I, even if I don't have an issue, I'll have an issue, something, (laughs) always something that is down in there. Right. Right. Oh, completely. Yeah. 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 So when you talk about therapy and the things that you're doing, do you have any resources that you would like to give us as far as getting in, in touch with you? Not to, not to ask her questions that she <laughs> may not be able to answer, but to be able to access your resources. Where can we go to get more of Lisa Mustard? Sure. Well, you can always go to my website, which is lisamustard.com. You can listen to the show there. You can see what courses I have currently for CEUs. Um, I share a little bit about the activewear that I wear. And I also, um, what else do I have on there? Oh, I created an app a couple years ago to help people um, increase their visibility on social media. It's called Your Brand Builder. So right now the links are on there for the free app that, you know, if people want to learn a little bit more about how to get visible on social media, then they can, they can grab that. And I'm also on Facebook and I have that group. It's called the Talk Therapist Lounge. And my intention and my goal for that, it, it's funny you bring it up because um, it's one more thing that I added to my list that I'm like, oh, I'm going to have time for this. And I don't, my intention for that group is to help other therapists get on podcasts. So I want to bring in podcast hosts that are looking to interview licensed mental health clinicians for their shows. Um, I want them to be able to find qualified and experienced licensed mental health providers because as you're probably noticing, people are crawling over social media looking for solutions to their mental health issues. And I think it's time that we therapists stop hiding behind the door to our four walls and get out there and share your wisdom and your expertise be the expert because people are looking for you and they want to help our peers get their get the information out there um i want it's not a place to like get referral information or how do i work with this client it's more about um hey here's a podcast host who is looking for someone to talk about sex addiction who in here can talk about that (laughs) so that's my intention for the group and I just encourage people not to overthink it. Just show up. Just show up and, and just share your good stuff. Um, have, I mean, you know, I can go more into personal branding, but I always think about going live. I think about three things. I think about educating, um, empowering, or entertaining people. So if you come from those those three categories, you can't go wrong because you're giving value. Educate, empower, entertain. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds very things. easy. It is. <laughs> Love you, Jay-Z. That's perfect. Yeah, it is easy. I think we overthink it and we want to overcomplicate it and we want it to be perfect. But perfect is boring. I mean, so oh, boring. Well, I appreciate you sharing all that useful information for us today to uh, take in And I love just how you ended that up to where it's like, show up, don't overthink it. Perfect is boring. And uh, so be you, right? Be that diva mom that you are, I guess. Yeah, well, thanks for that. My name for you. I I know know you don't think of yourself that way, but maybe if 
I plant the hypnotic suggestion in you, you can be that diva mom you want to be. <laughs> I'm going to sit with that word and I'm going to hmm, I'm going to roll it around in my brain. I love it. Thank you for that compliment. Um, well, it is it does meet the entertaining part of the three E's, you know, because divas are entertainers and you, you are very entertaining in what you do. You're very educational as well. But and you're a mom. So I think it fits. Okay. You, you might have to get used to it. And if you don't want me to call you that, you just let me know. <laughs> You can call me whatever you want, Tracy. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for having me. This is really fun. Yeah, I appreciate you too. And you take care out there in South Carolina and stay safe and don't let the COVID get you. Yes, right. You too. <laughs> wow. I always have so much fun when I talk to Lisa and she's so informative. I just don't know how she does it, even though I just interviewed her about how she does it. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this interview and I hope that you'll tune in for more in the future. Take care in the meantime. Thank you for listening to Calming the Chaos. If the information in today's podcast was helpful, please consider subscribing and share it with your friends. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. You can also go to my website at www.lokahicounseling.com for more resources for calming your mental and emotional chaos. This includes a CD I created that teaches you how to practice mindfulness in less than 10 minutes. So check it out. Thanks again for listening. And I look forward to sharing my next podcast episode with you. In the meantime, take care.